Welcome to the Canine PT Academy Podcast. Business lessons for canine rehabilitation therapists. Introducing your host, Dr. Francisco Maya. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of the Canine PT Academy Business Lessons for Canine Rehabilitation Therapist. Certainly, I have a lot going on right now, both in uh, in my businesses and in my personal life, but there was one thing coming up that I'm very, very excited about, which is the Vet Rehab Summit with the crew from uh, Online Pet Health that's coming up on November 12th. And I know we talked a little bit about that already a few weeks ago, but since that's coming up basically next weekend, at least you know, from when this podcast is being released, I definitely wanted to share that again. And what I'm going to be sharing with you guys on today's podcast, um, you know, which we're titling What Holds Us Back from Moving Forward, it's a small snippet of the very first part of my talk during the, um, the Vet Rehab Summit. My talk is titled When Your Best Wasn't Good Enough, Overcoming Criticism to Achieve Excellence. During that talk, we're going to dive very deep into what holds us back um, and then also imposter moments and what we can do to overcome the criticism and keep moving forward. And I'm so excited about that. And I wanted to share a little snippet, just the first like five, 10 minutes or so of that lecture. So hopefully you guys can kind of like see what's going to be about. And if you haven't signed up for the Vet Rehab Summit, hopefully encourage you guys to go ahead and sign up for it. Okay, you can go to vetrehabsummit.com and uh, or follow the, the link that we're going to post on our show notes, but it's going to be on November 12th. The, the time is going to vary a little bit depending on, on where in the world you're at. I think for us here in the United States, um, it's going to start fairly early. I think it's around like 7 a.m. or so uh, Eastern time. I can remember right now, but it's going to be filled with six different lectures, including my lectures on November 12, plus some other pre-recorded content that you guys can check it out as well. So once again, go to vetrehabsummit.com, check it out, and <clears throat> I'll highly encourage you guys to sign up. But what I wanted to talk a little bit about today then is what holds us back from moving forward, okay? And of course... When I'm talking to you guys who are listening to this podcast, I'm going to always steer the conversation a little bit more towards business ownership. But hopefully you're going to realize that uh, what we're going to be talking about these concepts apply to most things in life. And even if for whatever reason you're listening to the podcast and you have no aspirations of being a business owner, but you like listening to it because of the mindset talk, then uh, I feel it's going to be very helpful for you to understand because the same concepts are going to apply to us as clinicians, as canine rehabilitation therapists as well, okay? So what are the things that hold us back from moving forward? And it's basically four different things and it's the fear of failure the fear of the unknown the fear of judgment or criticism and the fear of success okay so let's dive uh uh, deeper a little bit on each one of those things so the first one is the fear of failure so human nature you know it's it's it just drives us towards this natural tendency of us having this aversion towards failing because if we fail then we ended up feeling inferior. 
we ended up feeling like, you know, for lack of a better term, losers, you know, and it just makes us feel like we're just not good enough. It makes us feel like most, if not everything, we thought about ourselves isn't true. Afterwards, our plane, uh, our brain, I'm sorry, our brain at that point in time, start playing with us this game in our heads that we're telling ourselves that, well, if I have failed on something, then why wouldn't that mean that I'm a failure on this or I'm a failure on that? You know, that's, that's what our brain tells us. So because of that, we have this natural aversion of wanting to protect ourselves. Of course, our brain wants to protect ourselves. And because of that, our brain works towards... Uh, uh, trying to avoid failure and this fear of failure can hold us back in business ownership but also in life in general as well the second thing then that i mentioned was the fear of the unknown okay we also often fear the unknown especially for those in the field of animal rehabilitation who might be trying to get our own business going because the unknown just makes it feel uncomfortable. The unknown brings things that we don't have the answer to. And because of that, our brain is also going to try to protect us from it. It ties up also to the fear of failure because then our brain thinks, well, I'm going to be more likely to fail if I'm going towards this unknown kind of stuff. And then the same concept applies, you know, even, for example, for uh, uh, those of us in the, in the field of animal rehabilitation who maybe just have finished their canine rehab certification recently and just feel and fears the unknown of just then going out into the real world and seeing real cases rather than reading case studies on a textbook or, you know, on class discussion or something like that. You know, because then suddenly having that dog in front of us, who we might not, you know, have the answer to, 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 to kind of like what's going on with them, it, it puts us in an unknown situation where suddenly, shoot, I have this pet owner in front of me, and I don't know exactly how I can help this dog. So even as clinicians, this fear of the unknown can lead us towards us struggling as well because of that. Because then our brain's going to start playing other tricks in our mind that is going to tell us that we're a failure because we have this patient in front of us that, that we don't have 100% of the answers to. Which, guess what? That's going to happen very often. We won't always have all the answers. Especially for, you know, the more complicated cases or, or the not-so-common, you know, cases that we, we tend to see more, you know, more often. You know, we're all very comfortable with our TPLO recoveries, with our arthritis and this and that. But maybe you get in a diagnosis that you don't feel very comfortable with. And then that fear of the unknown, the fear of failure, can get in the way of you performing at your best. And then definitely, as I alluded earlier, when it comes to business ownership, there's so many unknowns ahead of us that that fear of putting ourselves in an uncomfortable position really, really holds a lot of us back. You know, because probably 99% of us didn't get into the field of animal rehabilitation to be business owners, myself included. 
I did not get into this field thinking that I was going to be a business owner, which is very ironic now that, you know, I, I do what I do, helping people with their business and host this podcast and whatnot. But that was never my goal. You know, but a lot of us find ourselves in the situation where suddenly we got to become business owners because that's the only solution to us working in this field. Or at the very least for us to work in this field without getting paid scraps by clinics who might underappreciate our expertise and our level of education. So suddenly we are in this position that being a business owner even if it's a small business, even if it's you doing house calls, just going to people's homes like I started five years ago. But even in that scenario, it puts us in a situation that we didn't think we were going to be on. And then suddenly you have this vast unknown ahead of you that you have no idea how to deal with. From operational procedures on, 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 on how to you know, what EMR to use on, on what to do to communicate with, with clients, with veterinarians, all the way to, of course, marketing and, and determining what to charge for our services and how to present to clients how to charge for our services, how to charge for those services, and so many other things. Especially as we grow the business, then they are known of hiring, they are known of growing. Those are all things that if we don't work it through it, it's always going to hold us back. No matter how small you are, you're, if you are starting like I was five years ago, or even as you grow during that journey as well, because guess what? Even as you grow, there are going to be new unknowns. Like I said, hiring, growing, expanding, this and that, right? So that was the second thing that hold us back, the fear of the unknown. The third thing that holds us back then is the fear of judgment or criticism. And sometimes it's not the fear of failure that directly affects us, but it's actually the fear of judgment and criticism that we might get from other people. The fear of how others are going to perceive us, how a client would potentially perceive the fact that we don't have the answer for their question right at that minute. Or maybe how we feel like even a colleague would judge us if we don't end up making the best clinical decision at that point in time, right? And also tying this up to the business owners that are listening to this as well or aspiring business owners, it is a huge reason why so many of us struggle with raising our rates and charging what we're worth. We often fear the judgment on what would clients think about the amount of money that we charge, of people thinking potentially that we're money hungry, you know, or even unfortunately, the judgment of other clinics or other colleagues around us, other canine rehab therapists around us who are charging less, and we tend to fear on what, this, what they're going to think about us. That's a huge, huge thing that holds us back. And sometimes, unfortunately, even, even the judgment of not just our peers and potential clients, but even the judgment of uh, uh, the, the people closest to us, our family, our life partners, our friends. Because a lot of times they might make little comments that they, 
they don't mean harm, but we take it in a negative way. You know, especially if someone makes a comment about what we charge. About, oh, isn't that too much? Oh, do you think people are going to be willing to pay that? Or, or probably my favorite one over the last few months or so. Oh, are, are you sure about that? Because there is a recession coming. People are not going to be spending money with their pets anymore. Right? Have you listened to any of those things before? Have you felt any of those fears of judgment and criticism before? I know you likely did. Because I did. And I know basically every single person who I had mentored over the last few years have felt those feelings too. And that's a huge reason that we hold ourselves back. And then the fourth reason, the fourth thing that holds us back from moving forward, believe it or not, it's actually the fear of success. The fear of actually accomplishing what we want to accomplish. And this might surprise some of you because success is often what we are aiming for. And this is regardless if you're a business owner, a clinician, or both. And yet we can deep down and inadvertently fear success and in turn self-sabotage our pathway to achieving that. And, and, and this might seem crazy, but let me tell you, it does happen. And the reason why that happens, it actually ties up with the fear of the unknown that we discussed a little bit earlier, because success is going to lead us towards a new step in that journey, and often a step that we're not familiar with, a step that makes us feel uncomfortable, which in turn leads us towards us not intentionally at all, but us sabotaging ourselves basically as a way to avoid putting ourselves in a position where we would have to fear that unknown and fear that uncomfortable and fear the potential failure that we might find in the next step along this journey. Right? Like, think about it. It does sound crazy, but it is, it is true. So, for example, we can self-sabotage our growth as a business in canine rehabilitation because we are unsure and feel completely clueless about how would I go about hiring or recruiting an administrative staff or another canine rehab therapist. And then suddenly, because we feel very uncomfortable to even entertain the idea of hiring someone, then we start, once again, not intentionally, but we start sabotaging ourselves. We start not filling up our schedule as much as we, maybe we normally would if we, if we came to the acceptancy that's the word I was looking for. If you came to ac accept the fact that, yes, the next step is for me to hire someone. So let me push forward and I'm going to figure out how to do it. But let me push forward and build up my caseload so I can then hire someone. But if your coping mechanism is telling yourself, you know what, friend, hiring someone seems like very hard work. 
And, and, and you don't want to put yourself through it, man. You don't want to do that. So let's, you know, let's do this. Don't push yourself too hard. Don't make for more. And instead, just, just settle for a little bit less. Just settle for less and you're going to be okay. You're going to be just fine. You know, that's what our brain is telling us. Right? And even if we take to a more clinical scenario, sometimes it might mean us not feeling capable enough to successfully help a more complicated case, a more complicated patient, a more complicated injury. You know, and, and, and probably the most common example I see with that from a clinical perspective is when I talk with... Um, with canine rehab therapists about more complex neurological conditions where suddenly we draw this blank and we feel like we don't know enough. We feel like we're not good enough to help this pet, to help this pet owner. And then suddenly we start telling ourselves that, you know what, they're better off maybe going to this other place. Or they're better off doing this. They're better off doing that. Instead of actually pushing towards actually getting better at it. It's the fear of success. So it happens both in the clinical sense. And definitely, definitely happens in the business sides of things. For those of us who are business owners or aspiring business owners in this field. And I've seen that happen. It may have, it may sound crazy, guys, but I've seen that happen. Okay. So hope those are the four pillars of things of fears that hold us back. So it's the fear of failure, the fear of the unknown, the fear of judgment or criticism, and the fear of succeeding. So then the question becomes: How do we move forward? How do we work through all of these issues? Okay, and that's what we're going to be talking. That's what I'm going to be talking a little bit more at the Vet Rehab Summit. So we're also going to be talking more about imposter moments and we're going to be talking about other things that hold us back and how we move beyond it to achieve excellence. And I hope to see you guys there on November 12th. Or at the very least, I hope that you sign up for it and maybe catch the replay afterwards. Thank you for listening to another episode of the K9 PT Academy podcast, Business Lessons for K9 Rehabilitation Therapist. If you enjoyed what we had to say, please make sure to share or subscribe to our podcast or even leave us a review. You can also email us at hello at k9ptacademy.com. That's hello at k9ptacademy.com with any questions or suggestions. And go to k9ptacademy.com to find more resources and content, including our fee calculator spreadsheet, which is absolutely free and will help you determine how much you should be charging for your sessions. Because let's face it, determining what we should be charging is one of the biggest struggles we have as business owners in the canine rehabilitation field. You can also find all of that information and more under the show notes. 
Finally, I would just like to add a disclaimer that any of my thoughts and opinions expressed on this podcast are mine and mine alone, and in no way reflect the opinion or position of any other organization or company I may be associated with. Thank you for listening, and remember, if you're not having fun and enjoying life or running your business, then what's the point in doing so? So please go ahead and start having some fun.